Ah. Oh. Right. I am quite parched today. You've got Milo Parker's Young Master. Uh, you've got um the alternative of master. Alternative master one. who's uh It's when he got really into indie it? in the two thousands. No, no, the alternative of masters Mark Gassish. I thought I don't he... think anyone heard oh, this joke. So, it's um, when he got really into indie in the early two thousands. <laughs> Do you know what else you've got? Yeah. Shabocast episode 24. This week we're talking about the doctor's oh, wife. Snap. I'm Dan. There's <laughs> oh, Paul. Snap. There's Cameron. There's other Dan. What a treat. Yeah, it's a podcast allegedly about Doctor Who. What a smooth and uncharacteristic intro that was. Dan just came off the left field at the intro there and I didn't have to fuck it up. I mm. forgot we were recording. Have <laughs> I sent me like liableist things in the last couple minutes? No. Well, there was that bit when you said all women should die, but apart from We weren't recording them. No, what about the bit about the orphans? Um, can you edit that out? No, that was last week's recording. I said it this week again. Oh, did you? Yeah, can you edit that out? He says it every week. He thinks that's the intro. It's Dan's (laughs) rendition against orphans, like he's always bringing up episodes of orphans and that he hates them. We provide the book. I can't stand them. Listen's a particularly tough watch for Dan, I feel. Too many. Because... But they smell, they smell, even when they're on the orphanage. Race comes into the orphanage in... You can smell them through the screen. And Dan doesn't like that, so... Can we we stop properly, please, now? We did, technically, I think. It's episode 24, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been going well over six months now. Yeah. Which is longer Mm -hmm. than I've done anything. Yeah. Really? That's probably not true. (laughs) How long have you had your current job for? Um, three years. Oh, two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> but it was six months he was good at it, and then he stopped for, for <laughs> six months, and then went back to a different kind of... Uh... Well, I, I did stop for six months, you're right. Because yeah. of the pandemic. <laughs> the what? Because of the pandemic. Have you heard about that? Pan- pandemic? I, I'm stealing my chat up line here, and I'm not happy with it. Your chat-up line yeah. is, I've not worked uh, for right, yeah. because of the pandemic. No, 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 we've got... I'll let Paul talk about this as part of the My Week bit. Oh, <laughs> oh is the no, story. How it's have great. your weeks been, Paul? Um, Come on, regale us with your tales of woe. Last night I was talking to the girl on Tinder, oh, and I didn't, I didn't really fancy her, but she messaged me, and I don't like to be rude, so I was replying to her. But she was given the worst replies ever. Like, I'd say, oh, what are you doing? And she'd go, not much you. And I'd be like, well, it's 2am, so... Well, just stop responding. But basically, she went... She said she's dead upset, and I said, why? And she said, oh, it's hard to talk about. So I just said, oh, is it because you're from St. Helens? Go! <laughs> she, she, did, she didn't laugh. Because well, no, you didn't laugh, you can't hear laughter over the internet, Paul. No, but she didn't, like, acknowledge it was a joke either, yeah. And <laughs> then a bit later on, she was like... Oh, so what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, I was going to go to the cinema, but apparently there's a massive pandemic on. Did you know about this? And she just said, yeah, babe. And I was like, well, this is like getting blood out of a stone. <laughs> so I, like, I, I was using my A game there. And everything. You might as well have messaged a garden chair. Yeah. He did. After I've had better conversations with my garden chairs. Now, I... I got weird looks up no, my neighbour that day. Cameron, we can't, let, we can't move past without addressing... The elephant in the room, 
Which is whatever the fuck you've just done with your hair in the last You don't want to He wears it oh, so, so well just, that I didn't even notice. I, I just put my fringe <laughs> up in a hair clip. He, he put in a hair clip, but he, he, he looked like a um, like a cartoon little girl from the uh, the two thousands. Apart like, from the beard. Well, <laughs> we can, I can we can see past that. Yeah. <laughs> Like like an old Shakespeare. You you remember those old uh, old TV shows where the little girl would come home to record a Doctor Who podcast with her friends. She had, she had a big beard and a vertical ponytail. <laughs> a great big bushy beard. <laughs> a great big bushy. Beard. It's not even that big or bushy. It's just straggly. I know the feeling. Uh, is there um, anything else to say on there? Uh, have I what? Your beard. It looks. Like, there's nothing on your chin, and then just all neck at the moment, and it looks like you've just shaved your chin. That's just what this beard grows like. It's well, I've got a, I've got a similar problem, where mine grows, like, around here, and but mine does grow on the actual chimber. But then it, it so does mine, you just can't, doesn't, the camera just doesn't pick it up. Yeah, but mine doesn't grow, like, around here, like, on the actual cheeks, so I just look like a tramp. Are we all fucking that beards? Are we all, like... Um... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really can't grow facial hair. I have, oh, like, baby, kind, baby kind of uh, sideburns, but that's This it. is the saddest conversation in the world. <laughs> Comparing How's my... How's my week been? Yeah. I'm, uh... Just How's my week been? How has my... We're probably going to be moving out of here soon. Oh, is that in a good our... thing? Oh, yes, but we'll have carpets. We'll have double glazing. We'll have a kitchen. All three of us can stand in at the same time. Will you have windows that you don't have to use a stick for? Yes. Oh, yeah. what, a, what, a, what a fucking what, step yeah. up in the market. See, see some boxes there I've been packing. Yeah, the three people is on about um, a Ross. We're actually all moving in together so we can do the podcast real time. One it's going to be difficult with us because there's only a three bedroom flat we're moving into. Well, me and Dan have well, got a spoon. Which, Dan? Uh, you decide. Probably can't see me, but all of the posters have been removed. Cameron's sharing a bed with his uh, Taj Mahal. <laughs> no, what it, <laughs> what it is, we'll all spoon and Cameron can just have two bedrooms. <laughs> okay, right. Like, like Dudley from... No, Harry one Potter. will be the podcast room. Um, yeah. it's got, That's it's the one with all the beds in. <laughs> <laughs> what else? It's got... Um, it's got two floors. It's got walls and a ceiling. Really? It's got walls and a ceiling. How about a floor? Hang on. Oh, no, it hasn't, it hasn't. Oh, you didn't really shame. splash out, did you? Yeah, what are your tight, carpets yeah. on them? Because you said it had carpets. Yeah. Just air. So if you've not got a floor... Oh, no, the, 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 the carpets are there, but they're, like, hung at the side. Ah! So it's like a trampoline. A, like a trampoline. <laughs> Get you now. <laughs> Everyone stands up, but just slowly, like, falls into the You don't want to put anything in the middle of a room, then, do you? <laughs> no. Um, hang on. Perhaps I can send a link to you. It's not sending. Awesome. Cameron, how about you? I've done fuck all. Wonderful. Uh, I've been playing through the Assassin's Creed Unity game, which is like a what, five-year-old game? Thanks, so. Does it work now? Oh, in what regard? Um, do the faces stay in place? Oh yeah, the faces stay in place, but mm -hmm. I've been trying to do multiplayer with some of my other mates, and it is glitchy as fuck, the multiplayer. 
Like we were going around earlier, and one of the, one of my mates couldn't open a chest. Have you ever seen the iconic image from Hamlet with the skull? Yes, many times. I, I'm sorry. I, what? Yes. Um, uh, he's holding a Cyberman helmet up for those who yeah, you do realise this, this is a everyone. Everyone apart from the other three people hosting the podcast. Why is he? Well, why is he? Why has he cut a, a a bigger hole around the mouth? Why has he done that? Shut up! Shut up! Um, why is it also <laughs> circular as well? Why? Why has it got? A, why is it on a sex doll? Listen, Dan, the, in, the, the hole's only an inch big, so leave it. Okay. What in leave diameter? Like yeah, or it's a square. It's a tease the lips of whoever's wearing it. My favourite Cyberman quote. <laughs> but now we've um. <laughs> why did you say that? This a lot. I don't know why I started speaking instantly after putting some ice cream in my mouth. <laughs> don't worry, Dan. I got you back. So uh, what are you doing? <laughs> we are professional. Yeah, uh, was there any news this week apart from just like things that are just expanding on previous things we've reported on? Um, well, I did have one news story, but when you phrase it like that, I now have no news stories. Okay, with your news story, let's go ahead. It's just the uh, trailer for the Lonely Assassins. More yeah, like the Lonely Assassins. Yes. Oh wait, hang on. It I does can... actually look quite good. I'm just going to crop this on the screen so it just says the ass. There you go. Oh, oh very good. <laughs> um, I in the trailer, it's comedy. Not... Is that the guy? Uh, uh... Thingy. The girl. Um, what? Nightingale. What's he called? Yeah, La- Larry. No. Larry. Yeah. It looks nice to see they're bringing him back. It sounds like him. But you yeah. don't actually see his face. It looks a lot like him, though. Yeah, I think maybe they're using some movie magic to... Um, Although it's Doctor Who, I wouldn't put it past them getting him back for it. <laughs> yeah, but they're not, get, they're not getting um potential Oscar nominee... Uh, I've forgotten her name, this is embarrassing. Carrie Mulligan from The Great Gatsby. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan. They're not getting... They're not getting her back, are they, for this mobile game? <laughs> no. What do we think? What is it? It's coming out the 19th of March. There's a 25 well, limit, 25% limited time launch discount. Well, uh, I... Oh, has it got... That makes me think it's got uh, microtransactions in it. Yeah, well, it's I mobile don't game, play mobile it games at all, so I won't be playing it. it but you have a phone, Paul. Yeah, but I don't like playing games on it. It is uh, Finley Robertson, who played... Um, Lawrence Nightingale. In is it him? Yeah, it is him. Is that, oh, that's good. It's got um, Oscar in it as well. Yes, Ingrid Oliver. Um, this might be good. It might be shit. Yeah. It'll probably be shit, but it might be good. Yeah, they decided to bring back Osgood and be like, oh, what past doctor piece of clothing is she wearing today? Isn't she zany? It's Richard Herndl's monocle. Oh, <laughs> Richard Herndl? That was a weird it's, trailer. It's Richard Herndl. She's wearing him. <laughs> oh. It's his skin over her face. <laughs> like, this looks like an interesting game from the trailer for, like, the actual game bits, but it seems like most of it will be, like, 
the clips they filmed for it in bits or like voice recordings mm. so it's like little bit of game video 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 microtransaction video game like most games are oh nowadays. video game and we should there was a joke in there somewhere um is edge of reality or edge of time whatever it's been called the <clears throat> quantum port of the vr game coming out soon uh, probably couple of months i think i don't know when it, it was a march or a may i'm guessing yeah now yeah anything else um titan comics have done the <laughs> misty covers yeah, some variant covers. Um, cool. Right, so, moving not... on. Well, Should we talk yeah. briefly about the reporting, how people are reporting the next Doctors? Yes, this is this is what I wanted to talk about, because we've got fuck-all news. But, yes, we've quite apt that we have Chris Marshall's face on. Why is his face on screen? Remove it. Because he's because obviously the, the top pick for the next Doctor, Paul. You he has slot. been since Christopher Eccleston stepped down. Yeah, so... Has he? Yes. Because, because for some reason this is the one thing we're choosing to have journalistic integrity over. Um, <laughs> we, we're not talking about the rumoured departure of uh, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Until uh, we get more solid evidence. And, and yeah, until there's like official confirmation. Are we doing a bit of uh, speculation now then, or are we just ignoring... No, I just wanted to talk about how fucking weird Bucky's odds are. Yeah, because as a man who has been addicted to gambling for many years, <laughs> yeah. well, no, because yeah, why is, would anyone story. look at the bookies' odds for like Chris Marshall taking over as the next Doctor when the last regeneration they've had, Matt Smith wasn't a bookie's favourite, Peter Capaldi wasn't a bookie's favourite, and neither was Jodie Whittaker. Well, so why are people? Yeah. So, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but why are people what? putting so much stock in these bookies' odds of Chris Marshall will be the next Doctor because the bookies are currently saying he will be, when the last three Doctors haven't been anywhere near a bookies G. No, it's... Yeah, every single time, all, like, around this period, it's always well, the sun in the mirror and bet. everyone Isn't else it stops Who's the doctor? Um, just grasping anything, really. It's who? Who the fuck are these bookies? I don't know. I don't know. Like, where do they get the odds from? I don't know. Why? But it's um a very good Radio Times article that Dan Freechies shared with us last week about these people might be the bookies' favourites, but if you look at their careers, they won't do it. Oh, I forgot mm. I shared that. Yeah, that's a good. Answer. Yeah. Um, also, it makes me sad the, that... Um, I forget... No, go on. I'll get on to it in a minute. Uh, I forget her name, but the actress who writes uh, Fleabag Michaela and Cole? Killing Eve. Oh, um... Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She is heavily rumoured to be the next Doctor, should Jodie Whittaker step down. It's just another obvious but choice. One, it is incredibly obvious, and two, would she, who <clears throat> has currently got two massive shows that she is writing and starring in herself give up that creative freedom to be in Doctor Who. No chance. Unless she was a no. big like, fan of it, like since she was little. 
Yeah, but she's writing the next James Bond film, No Time to Die. Yeah. Why would well, you she, give up all she, of that she, Yeah, she, like, collaborated to make it. Yeah, yeah why would you give up that freedom? She was brought on to do uh, rewrites for, I yeah. think, reshoots. Yeah. She, she's not doing it currently, though, because it's fucking long. No, but she's doing a billion things currently, because she's feeling yeah. with Waller Bridge, and she's great. Well, yeah, but she's what do you think of Fleabag? It's got, I love Fleabag. I, I, I watched oh, the show first lockdown. Uh-huh. I, I, I weren't, I weren't bored during it, but I didn't Oh no, Paul has been kicked from the call. <laughs> no, like... <laughs> he's, he's fine, he's a good actor, but... Every single time, it's amazing, it's like Pavlov's yeah. dog. As soon as a, as soon as a, like, a, a doctor is announced to be leaving, they're like, Chris Marshall, Chris Marshall, Chris Marshall! Maybe he's just paid someone off. I... Has he ever commented on it? Um. What I was going to say earlier, and especially now because like we're talking about how people, like they they use the same names in all the articles and stuff. Um, it oh. makes me sad that no one suggested Mackenzie Crook yet. Oh, oh, and then it would, but it would also mean that it's the second person to play the Doctor who's also played Wurzel Gummidge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that a man? Mackenzie Crook, he's the person who currently stars, writes, and directs in Wurzel Gummidge, as Wurzel Gummidge. But he's in he was Pirates of the Caribbean. You'll know him from Pirates of the Caribbean, probably. Yeah, he was, in, he was the guy with one eye in Pirates of the Caribbean. And in, um, was it in The Office, wasn't he? Gareth in The Office. Yeah. And Detectorists. Yeah, a very good actor, and could be a doctor. He'd be great. But again, no. he's got sort of like that creative freedom with... Wurzel Gummidge at the moment, because he's the writer, director, and star, would he want to do it? And then he would get one episode every fucking two years or something, he's not that busy. But then, would he also then want to take it, because he would then get even more compared to John Pertwee? Yeah, that would be a thing then, wouldn't it? It would become a tradition for all doctors <clears throat> to also well, have I, been Wurzel Gummidge. I forced, do you know, um, when they made Solo, I forced, because they announced they were making another J, uh, another Indiana Jones sequel and then a reboot, and I thought, oh, they should definitely get the same guy for the reboot as they did for, to play him in Solo. Oh, I forget his name. What, Harrison Ford? No. No, no, Alden Eichenreich. Yeah. Oh, but it's still the same after the plays Han Solo in Indiana Jones. <laughs> Just because it's funny. So he's the official Hollywood young Harrison Ford? Yeah, even though he looks not unlike him. But he's good. Uh, who, have we got? who have we got on this independent eye? We've got Rory Kinnear, and I like him, but... No. Who's no. Just You've go- seen him in 20 Yeah, films. just Google the names as we... As we uh... As he reads them out. What, what, That's what I'm what's doing. What's his name? Rory Kinnear. Rory. Kai, uh, K-I-N-N-E-A-R. Yeah. I'm not having a doctor with a, a hairline that bad, I'm sorry. That's I, where I draw the line. I like him a lot as an actor, but <laughs> he would not be a good doctor. Imagine that being where you draw the line. No, no, everyone can be the... Is that a bad hairline? Get out. Get Olivia Coleman, who is I, an Oscar winner, she would not... 
I don't well, mind. Way above a, way below a pay grade, sorry. It's same with John Boyega. And yeah. Probably Idris Elba. Yep. Honestly, Rhys Shearsmith, I could see that. Mm. He's a he... big he is a big Doctor Who fan. Yeah, but he was in Sleep No More and that was shit. Well, so was Kapowski. Cloudy was in an episode. Yeah, but he was good in it and Rhys Shearsmith was there. I just don't want another like like white dude who's cute and zany. I don't want that as a doctor. That's, that's what it is so every time, is it? it. I like, even even through most of 13, she's like just projecting 10 and 11. And I'm just like, I didn't really quite, I didn't really connect with a Capaldi era much. So I'd love an older doctor again, but do it differently. Or just get yeah, someone every, just weird, like Mackenzie Crook. Every single time there's like 12 of the 12 suggestions of what is essentially the same choice of a yeah of a, a floppy head British man. Go, no, hmm. why? It's, yeah, and if one of you can answer me this, that'd Eddie be great. Redmayne, Dan. Why? Eddie Redmayne. Why? On on is like Google when you see what he's been in. Who are you talking about? Rory Kinnear. You're still on Rory Kinnear. We've moved on, he, mate. Years and years. You're yeah, the, you're in the past. Except the poster for years and years is years and years brackets Arabic. What? And that, what? What are you on about? Years I don't. Years I don't know, Paul. It's just the Arabic oh, no, dog, I isn't can't it? Help you. Yeah, but why? Like he's still. I don't know. Because he's still in it. It's just an Arabic dub, probably. No, but it's the actual years and years. It's not the. It's not the. For some reason, it's showing the Arabic poster as the first poster. Well, that, that's just the one. That's just the one Google's assigned to it, Paul. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I just think it's weird. I don't have your Rory Kinnear answers. So who would we like to most see as an A Doctor, if not the next Doctor? I've I've been saying for years. Dev Patel. That yeah, Dev Patel. Oh uh, yeah, take my choice from me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if he's what? He's been relatively unknown. He's, he's doing fine, isn't he? No, yeah. you've you said you've been I've been saying for years. He's yeah. been unknown for most of the time to Well Dan's to a big for fan of the last day of the movie. Yeah. He's, been he is actually quite good at yeah, he's he Zuko. He's Zuko. He's one of like the three good things about that film. Yeah. Um, I I'd also want I've not, not seen about it. I've not seen her in anything, but I know she's a good actress. Oh, I've seen her in Star Wars, actually, but she was barely in her. Jodie Comer, just for the fact that it's another opportunity to get a Scouse doctor and they'll make her have a London accent. Completely wasted, it'll be. It'll be the third doctor from Liverpool without a Scouse accent, I reckon. Well, she can... Who Tom Baker's from Liverpool, but that's just his accent. Yeah, but he it? doesn't have a Scouse accent either, because he got it trained out of them in, like, acting school back in the day. Yeah, everyone gets their accent trained out of them in acting school. It's acting. Yeah. Same way Paul McGann doesn't have a Scouse accent either, or Elizabeth Slayton. He does, Paul McGann does have a Scouse accent, he just doesn't use you it know, on you literally, you literally yeah, had this argument yesterday, like, last I mean. episode. But yeah, like, a, lot of, a lot of actors don't use their natural accents. Oh, you're missing the point of what I'm saying. I'm saying we've had three. It's two scouts doctors. Yes, but it's their choice. I know, but shut up. You can't I'm have a... we've had two scouts say... doctors and none of them are scouts. And I... 
It's a tragedy. Yeah, because how seriously could you take the yeah, Doctor so, in his um, war friend if he sounds like a scouter? Nicholas Holt is a really realistic like choice and grounded choice. I also think James McAvoy is possible. <laughs> um, and well, he is on the Great British Bake Off, so you know. Yeah, Tom, okay. I don't Tom know what Hiddleston, your logic is. I want there. Tom Hiddleston. James oh. McAvoy seems to be coming to that point in his career where he's just going to start doing stuff for fun. So I could see him doing Doctor Who in a few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he seems to be at that point where he's like, I'm famous enough now. What's fun? I don't know. I'm a bit split on that out. idea, Cameron. Ha 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 He's cute, right? He's like the Doctor, but also John Watson. <gasps> they could do a Sherlock, Sherlock crossover. Oh my god! Sherlock. What about Bilbo? He's also Bilbo. He's also a tax also evader. Bilbo Baggins also a notorious tax evader. Is <laughs> he? Yeah. D- Google it. Um, I don't remember that bit from The Hobbit. I don't remember any of The Hobbit. It's pretty boring. Good point. Um. Have we uh, exhausted that conversation now? Um, well, we've we've, mil- we've milked it dry. Yeah. Talking about this week, Cameron. What could we talk? What, there's so much Doctor Who. What could it be? The Doctor's uh, wife. Oh no! I haven't changed the picture. The Doctor's You've wife. Got no authority here, Jackie Weaver. None at all. None of oh, here yeah. are called Jackie Weaver. Your point no, is null and void. happened this oh, week. Cheeky. That's a Have cheeky you seen the one of the? the um, I got showed this today. Uh, the uh, the guy. It was in like a a meeting upon. It was like a group of lawyers, and one of them had like a cat filter on, and he he didn't know. That's all that was, right? Very funny. Uh yeah, so the doctor's wife. What was everyone's thoughts going into the rewatch? Oh boy, oh. we're straining. I was dreading yeah. it. Well, you were dreading it. Nah, I love it. That's very good, isn't it? <clears throat> it's um my favourite episode ever. Um. Rewatching it, I thought this was even better than I remember. So, Paul, why is it your favourite episode ever? Justify yourself. It encapsulates. Go and watch our previous episode where we talk about <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. I think it encapsulates and celebrates the show as a whole better than Neil Gaiman. Just has a great understanding of the show, and I reckon this episode would, could also work well. As like if they'd made this instead of the 50th anniversary, I'd th- I think it celebrates the show just as much. I agree. And it builds off what's came before in a respectful way, as well as being really creative and unique. And it's fan servicey, but in a in a useful way. Like stuff yeah, is like, there for a reason. Like it definitely feels like a Moffat era episode, but it, at the same time, it feels like a sequel to the Russell T Davies era with the Time War. Mm. Like it feels like a sequel to the End of Time, while being a sequel to like. Series five, but it because it, 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 it captures like because like series five felt like a fairy tale, didn't it? That's what Moffat was going for. Yeah, but like a lot of what I've read by Neil Gaiman is like a, a like a dark fantasy, so it feels like a dark fantasy as well as capturing that fairy tale vibe. And but at the same like time, it's not trying to ground itself too much. It's not trying to take itself too seriously. Yeah, like, like every, everything to do with the junk TARDIS is just ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? And I'm, I'm going into the trivia a bit here. Oh. But, do you know the gibberish she speaks? Because I'd never, I couldn't remember that when I was rewatching it. Like, oh, I, the I, bit I, she said at the start when she's in the cage. Yeah, I'd had no, yeah. I had no recollection of that bit at all. 
And then I was like, what did she just say? So I, re- I, f- I rewound it, and I was like, I put the subtitles on as well. And then I was like, it, it just said gibberish, and I was like, oh. But then I was reading the wiki afterwards, and it said, she says, the only water in the forest is the rain. It is, the is only the water in the forest is the river. Yeah, and but it's played backwards. Yeah. So, thought that was cool. Right, well, thank you for talking then. That gave me time to finish my ice cream. I, no problem. You look like you were enjoying yourself. I was. Ice cream's great. Have you had it's that all over the room. It's all over the phone. Oh, it's, don't worry. I'm like, just throwing it all over I'll, everywhere. I'll get, I'll get I don't this think out of the way now. All of... Because obviously the target novelizations of the book, it's like a lot of the time it's the writer's original idea that they use. So yeah. like the Russell T Davies one has more about Mickey's life away from Rose and stuff for the episode Rose. I reckon a novelization of this with Neil Gaiman's like original plans and stuff could be brilliant. What would you well, call that? Um, Neil Gaiman has actually told me once before that he'd love to make a novelization of. The Doctor's Wife or Nightmare. Oh, Nightmare. your personal friend, yeah. Gaiman. Yeah, because Just obviously, like that. the there was eh. a lot of problems with the script with this because of time and budget. Eh. So, like to get <laughs> see what his original idea was going to be in like the novelization form, I think would be brilliant. And I want to know why they've not done it yet. If he's also eager to do it. Yeah, done. If you if you can put this up on screen, then I can uh, have a word with the yeah, editor and uh, see if he will. Oh, it's just oh. down this flat. No. What? I've put, put it in general. It's just just Dan's flat. What's uh, he put in general? We don't oh, need right, proof. Then. We believe you. I know. Yeah, that's funny. We talked about this a few weeks. We talked about this a few weeks ago, Paul. No, we talked about this on the first episode of our podcast. Yeah, that was six months ago then. All the way back over there. Yeah, I literally, like, the first bit of news we talk about is uh, Neil Gaiman would like to return to Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. And then I said, how about Showrunner? And you, like, kicked my head in. Who, me? All of you. You just started verbally abusing me. you see, the thing is... I called you some horrible words. I called you some horrible words. Yeah, we've learned to not do them on recording now. I was thinking about the. Uh, I just, I just sent them in letters with like <laughs> filled with shit. So we I'll just interrupt Paul about, now. Uh, that's all we do now. Neil Gaiman is showrunner the other Sorry, day. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. I'll let you talk now. Yeah. Thank no, you. let's keep talking over him. Let's keep no, talking no, no, no. Let him speak. No. I was. Go ahead, speak. Paul. We're all I'm listening. Speaking. Go ahead. Are you going to talk over me then? Let's keep talking. Over him. <laughs> uh. Oh, we have fun. So. So, so, I was thinking Just about. <laughs> I'll I'll start it differently for a bit of a bit of flavour for the listeners now. You've already started. I was, <clears throat> I've been reading Sandman, yeah. That that um, critically acclaimed as one of the best comics ongoing comics ever made. And I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Sandman, man me a sand, make him <laughs> and Cardo can. you seen that version? It's funny. Right, yes, you're reading Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is critically acclaimed as the best ongoing comic ever made. Is it still like, ongoing? I thought it had finished. No, it's not now. 
but like consistently good for Belen. It went for seven years. Yeah. So <clears throat> obviously Neil Gaiman went into writing it with a plan of how it was going to go. So I reckon if you made Neil Gaiman showrunner, he'd have a plan of how he wanted to go, and he'd be able to consistently crack out good episodes every series for that length of time. <laughs> so, like so, so your logic here is um, that because Neil Gaiman once had a plan for a book, no, no. So what I'm saying, right, a, a whole every, series. Every month for seven years, he wrote a consistently good comic. So I reckon he'd be one of the best choices ever for writing a consistently good TV show for a long period of time. I, like, we've, I mean, I'm pretty sure we discussed this on the first episode, but he wasn't he showrunner on Good Omens? Um, yes. And that he's was, also involved in American Gods. Yeah. What, do you not like Good Omens, Dan? Cause it's, it was oddly it's paced. paced. No. Have you read the book? No. It's literally... Exactly the same as the book. Well, like, something every... being exactly the same as the thing it's adapting doesn't make it a good adaptation. No, I think yeah. it does. Especially in the case of Good Omens, like it really like nails the tone. But but it, it's I weirdly paced. I I don't think. The... Oh, do you remember that one episode where the credits didn't play, like the opening credits, until thirty-five minutes into the fifty-minute-long episode? Yeah, I thought yeah. Neil, just don't put them in at this point. Yeah, that a weird pacing choice. Yeah, I I don't know, but um, but what he should have done was just cold opened with the the, the credit art. But, but I'm not Neil Gaiman, so I'm not not gonna tell him what to do. But yeah, I reckon because obviously when Russell joined the show as showrunner, he'd planned out way ahead, like not all of it, but like a rough outline. So I reckon that Neil Gaiman would be more than capable of doing that, and having it be just as good as that era. I don't necessarily agree with your logic, but also with good but I appreciate the time you've taken up on the podcast. No, yeah, but with good time, you have to remember. So he was tasked to adapt it to the screen as accurately as possible. Would, that's I, not what adaptation. Oh my god, Taskmaster is Neil Gaiman. T- Terry Pratchett what? wanted an accurate adaptation to be made. So Neil, when Neil Gaiman made that he wanted it to be accurate, whereas if he was but the one... An accurate adaptation does not mean a good adaptation. Yeah, but if Neil Gaiman was showrunner for Doctor Who, he wouldn't be adapting anything and he'd be making his own story. So he wouldn't have to adhere to the source material very closely like he did with Good Omens, out of respect for his dead mate. So, if he was showrunner, he'd just do his own thing like, like, like he did in The Doctor's Wife. A book, book, like, <coughs> I, I don't know, I reckon he'd, he'd be a great showrunner. Up there with Russell T Davies, I'd say. So it's a very horny episode of Doctor Who, this, isn't it? The Doctor's yeah, Wife. But the horny lines were added by Stephen Moffat. That still makes it horny. I know, yeah, but they were fucking Moffat's little grubby fucking fingerprints, weren't they? Whoever, doesn't matter who added them. Do you know the classic line? It's so horny. Every other line is... Yeah. Do you know the classic Moffat line? It's like this, but it's completely different. Oh, yeah, we were discussing this earlier, weren't we? So, it's it's like kissing, only there's a winner, so it's nothing like kissing, yeah. And then there's the bit... I think the bit was written by Neil Gaiman, where it's like, oh, a picture of a bubble on the outside of another bubble, but it's not on life, though. Was that written by Moffat, Dan, yeah? That seems like a classic Moffat line. Oh, do you know why I noticed that? Because in 
fucking, oh, do you know, really? the episode before Curse of the Black Spot. Yeah, huh? There's a bit where, do you know, when they found out the ship's on the other ship, he goes, I'd imagine this being this, but it's not unlike that. And I thought, it's two episodes in a row, Stephen. It's the same now, what's that little? What's that little shaking of the head you got there, Dan? And hey. he's been doing that since I started talking earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I do, yeah. He's I, just I just thought how, how much I could leave you to believe things if I was just shaking my head every time. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that line. Um, it'll be in trivia, won't it? No. Cameron? Oh, useless. Oh, if you don't go on the actual TARDIS Wikipedia, do you? You go on IMDb, who knows less than the TARDIS Wikipedia. IMDb is excellent for trivia. Yeah, but you TARDIS really Wikipedia like... for a Doctor Who episode is better. They for get trivia. the trivia from the same places and all, and put it into the same things. Because I did yeah, it for a few episodes. There's more on the TARDIS one is what I'm saying. No, there's not. Well, you've just said, I've just said there's this there because I've seen it on the TARDIS one and you said no. So there is, a, there is more. Come no, you're saying who wrote a specific line? Yeah, because it says it doesn't go into saying which, which. No, it doesn't go into saying which lines are. It does. It just says he wrote. He no, that line isn't said who wrote it. It other lines. No, I mean that it says all the Moffat lines that he wrote fight, on the Wikipedia. Fight, 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 fight. Kill him, we Cameron. We will fight when you two fight for the name of Dan. Right. So, oh, what I'm saying, Cameron. It's on the Wikipedia, because I was reading it the other day. It says Moffat wrote these lines, and then it lists the, like, three lines. So I was saying, is, it, is one of those three lines that line? Well, you're no, looking at it. Not. I'm not looking at it now. I'm remembering it from, like, a week ago. Oh, Paul, you're useless. I'll, I'll look it up now. But, yeah. What do you think about the inclusion of the new Time Lord that then gets killed off immediately, the Corsair? It seems like a cool dude. He got a tattoo, that makes him cool. Yep. That's, that's all my thoughts. He's also the guy from the Sir of Jane Adventures, so... Yes, it is implied after the fact. Yep. How is it implied after the fact? Uh, because during the watch-along, they said it. <laughs> okay. This, is, this is a real creature, you know. I'm sorry, what are that you is a, That us? is a puppy born as like a cyclops, like a severe mutation. It died seconds after its birth. Why are you showing us this monstrosity? It just, it just came up on Facebook and everyone's like sad reacting and I thought, well... What I want to know is what? why Sam Evans from the Great Makes group, some guys on Facebook were just added me. I Stop so using we don't people's have real names, Paul. Stop um, using people's real names. Yeah, yeah during well. the Twitter... To answer Dan's question about how it the cyclops after the fact, um, during the Twitter watch along of this in the first lockdown, uh-huh. they he said something about wanting to have the Corsair have a power, and then it's like, oh, is it the guy from Sarah Jane? And it's like, yes, yeah. It, remember, remember, I, remember, I tweeted him and asked, and he said, yeah, yeah, because he's your personal friend. He is. Why don't you Me just tweet Neil. Chris Marshall and see if he really is the next Doctor? Save us yeah, all. Actually, <laughs> hey, ask we, Chris we can Marshall. Break, we, can, we can break that scoop. Yeah, just, oh just I'll, I'll ask him. And I'll be like, hey, ask Chris Marshall. You've got a that stupid would, That face. would put us on the map. Can you imagine <laughs> our, our like, numbers would just explode if we were the ones to release well, that news. No, so the, our numbers would explode, and then people would listen, and then they would drop again. <laughs> That's alright, yeah. it's worth what it for just that little We would finance that graph into a roller coaster. 
<laughs> we have to put big titties on the thumbnail, and that gets views. Paul, um, as we all get them out, get them out, Paul. Oh, oh, Come oh! On. We're not moving on until you expose yourself. Oh, cheeky! Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> this podcast actually makes me feel homesick sometimes, even though I'm at home. Homesick for <laughs> this episode. To get back to talking about the Doctor's wife, has some very oh, yeah. good bits of uh, foreshadowing or callbacks within it. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's like the bits of the only water in the forest is the river. That um, blew me away as an eleven-year-old. Yeah, my my mind imploded and exploded. Um, the bits about the smell of dirt after rain, dust. Like That's I'm, I'm pretty cool. sure they only wrote half a script and then just thought, eh, let's just. Copy the rest of the words in the second half. <laughs> well, they call it foreshadowing. It's very clever. Like, it reminds me of Series 5 when, like, there was things happening in Episode 1 that don't happen until the final episode. It is yeah. like Series 5 when there were things happening, yeah. yeah. It could be because this was written for Series 5, but that's getting into something else. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, budget, it then got pushed back to Series 6 and he had to rewrite Rory into it. <laughs> Yeah, this one was expensive. Oh, that explains yeah. some yeah. other stuff, actually. Yeah, it, it even required the blue. Well, I've already done I didn't hear what any of you said then. It was just a jumble of sound. Uh, I said it even required a big piece of budget boost. Oh yeah, the one of those was it? Mm. Yeah, designer target. A, a big what? Oh, blue right. Peter. Blue Peter budget. Well, no, so that that was that competition was in two thousand and nine. <laughs> yep. That was it. Was two years before this episode came out. Yeah, because they this was the year before. Series five was two thousand and ten. Yeah, it was a year before series five came off. Well, yeah. no, because they were filming it because in two thousand and nine meant... for it to be in two thousand and ten, and then it got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, and then had to be rewritten to include Wait. Rory as well, which. Thought they explained why he doesn't do much. Neither like, of them really do much. Wait, hang on. They started shooting this before for series five. No, series five would have been no, shooting it was in written for. It was written yeah, for it, but it didn't start. Okay, because for a no. moment I saw Matt Smith in that costume and I thought, wait, was some of this filmed during that time? No, it no. was no. just written for, but didn't get round to filming until the bit with series six. Um, it does work as like a a uh, standalone kind of adventure of like this is what they yeah. go up to that day. Yeah, yeah, like most shows when there's filler, you're like, "Well, this is shit," but with Doctor Who, it's always like the best episode ever. Boomtown. Fucking Rings of Akerson, the Doctor's yeah. life. Uh, the Forest in the Night. Shut up. <laughs> is it just me, or does Matt Smith look really weird with the mobile phone he's been? Clearly given by Amy and Rory in this, so. Oh, the the yeah, the mobile phone just had eleven. It does yeah. look weird in his hands, doesn't it? It's mad just... to think that 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 came out when I was eleven, and phones look like that. It's like a slider, isn't it? That's the kind of yeah. phone I had when I was eleven. Yeah, I had a but it's just like a doctor we with a mobile phone. To me, just looks weird. Mm. Like any doctor, give him a phone. 
William nah, Hart yeah. like that with a big fucking brick next to it. No, well. like give it a go. A handheld with like a rotary <sighs> house phone sort of thing looks fine, but when they have a mobile phone on, they just look weird to me. Um, <sighs> that could just be me. Um. I wish we got to see more TARDIS rooms. Yeah. Because it yeah. it's just the same corridor, they're running around in circles. Yeah, yeah it's well, corridor a, light changes bit. and then the old one. Yeah. There was a bit where Neil Gaiman said he wanted to show a zero room. Oh, the zero room. Yeah. I just, yeah. just like any other rooms, because it's, so, yeah. it's so rare when we leave the console room. I just really love to see it. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to see Amy and Rory's bedroom. Yeah. Kinky fucker. Yeah, yeah. stop being oh, so horny, Paul. Do you more know like that, um... Paul, Paul... More like... Do you know, know the line about bunk beds? <laughs> more, more like, um... Steve Moffat. More like Paul's Moffat. Paul's Moffat. Paul's Moffat. That sounds rude. <laughs> Welcome to Paul's Moffat. So, I've seen that picture going around that Paul's Moffat. Like any of the Moffat lines, but this episode what? does I'm have some... I'm not saying I don't like them, I'm just saying they scream Steve or Moffat. You just it's said you don't like from this episode. The way you... It's inferred by the way you're saying them... That you heavily implied you don't, you don't like, like them. That you, you don't he like you heavily, them. you heavily implied that you hate this episode and it's your least favourite. <laughs> it's not that um, I don't like them, it's just the jokes that he just uses every time, and you're like, shut up. Stop. Oh, we get it, Paul, you hate Doctor Who. Steve but... Moffat's a hack, we all know this. Um, this episode does have some very good lines in other ways, like the "Fear me, I've killed hundreds of Time Lords." Fear That's me, I've line. killed them all. Yep. Um, it may be a Moffat line, and Paul may want to now shoot me in the back of the head for blasphemy. But the no, I'm, "I'm a madman with a box without a box," I quite like that line. Yeah, I, like I I quite like the uh, alternate line for that was where he said kill me. Uh, he said fear me, I've killed a hundred time lords, and he said fear me, I killed a hundred and one. And he like <laughs> whoa, and he really steps back and just goes, you know what? I'm not coming. <laughs> it's the sequel. Well, speaking no, of, no, it doesn't quite work as a joke. There was there was going to be like an open ended like cliffhanger originally. What was the cliffhanger, Paul? Um, Althaeus. Idris's dead body and the buried because Rory weren't there originally so um, the doctor and Amy bury Idris's body and houses in it basically but they don't know that uh, I'm glad we didn't get that yeah. yeah Um, I would have liked to see more of what house is because in the episode he ended up just being a conscious asteroid but... It's Michael Sheen, Cameron. Yes, yeah, I know. That's what it, it is. took me so long to realise it's Michael Sheen because... Because it he... doesn't sound like Michael no. Sheen at all. It, it took me until the watch-along. He's, he's, he's actor Michael Sheen shoved into an asteroid. Yeah, but... That's where he lives, actually. That's why he's so and angry. If you, yeah, when you, lived when, in, like, if you watch uh, Staged... No, if you watch Staged, you can see him... Um, uh, like, if you just look out the window, you can see the asteroid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh he, jokes. People think he's Welsh, but he's from that asteroid. Um, he is Welsh. No, he's from that asteroid. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot we were still doing a goof. Um, me yeah, down. originally the asteroid is meant to, like, it's an outer crust and stuff, but inside it's meant to be, like, <laughs> I think 
outer crust. You're meant to be able to like see a bit of house and you like this weird like spore thing that I guess would be a, look a bit like um ego in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's two. yeah, that's how I'm imagining it. Just a big brain in a planet. Yeah. But uh, it's sort of nice how House becomes this mysterious entity that we don't know how it is or what it does apart from just kill Time Lords. It just is. It just is, Michael Sheen. Um, <clears throat> did, what do you think of the actual like nightmare fuel tarder scenes? Uh, Rory goes through a lot of shit in this episode. Yeah. Rory gets some shit in every episode, I'd say. But so this like, is horrible. I don't think he gets enough. Oh, shit, we got a Rory he's, what, he's left for a few days, and then he's left for, what is it, 700 years or something? And then he becomes a, a little skelly boy. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets punched out by a nude. Yeah. That was amazing, that bit. And then he just wakes up. Like that. Is that what happened? Did he get punched by a nude? He gets punched out by a nude. Yeah, I feel I that's implied, but I can never imagine it. What, you can't imagine, can imagine a nude just sitting crouching in the darkness? Just... I can't imagine a nude having enough energy to take a swing. No, it's not a swing. Well, it's it's, 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 it's like, like from the chest. Even that, that's too much force for a nude, I think. Well, the, the ball acts as a distraction, so he's like, oh, bang! Oh, like an anglerfish. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, look, look at me, bang, fucking got you, little bastard. And, I, and I'm not telling you who's got some. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a figure of the ood right there next to them. I believe you. Yeah, oh, you Uncle, know. what do we think of Auntie and Uncle? They're well, he's got two right. reminded me of the Tenardiers from Les Miserables. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that could... That might be what they're raping, I think. I think that's what they're meant to... Yeah. Like, Madame Tenardier, in that, he does towards the end wear, like, this mock army uniform that he's clearly just scrounged from a dead soldier. Hmm. And it's this too, is their scrounging out things. Huh? I, I, I love the um, blue ear. Yes. The, the, un- the uncle figure has swap- swappable heads. Yeah. And one of them's the blue ear one. And I lost it years ago, and I don't know where. And it's I've so never weird. Found That's one of like, the most detailed figures that they ever did. Yeah. It's incredible, and it's just uncle. It's like, come on, yeah. no Rory figure yet. But the, at the time, they were like, yeah, oh, yeah, his uncle. Rory figure doesn't even look like him. <laughs> it took ages for them to get around to that. And it, yeah, you're right. It's just. <laughs> it's just a man with a very wide head. But yeah, um. So yeah, in thirty-six, fucking episode one. Um, and two feature Rory getting shot in the head. Episode one three. What one of them? It's start of episode two. But um. All right. Oh, that also features Rory thinking Amy's sleeping with the doctor. And episode three features Rory almost drowning and dying. And episode four features Rory growing old and dying and getting knocked out by an ood. In episode 5, Rory's almost battered by a ganger in a bathroom. Can't catch a break. Episode 6, his fucking kid goes missing. He doesn't have fun at all. No. He um, even spoke about Idris. Elba. And how, how good Saran Jones is as the TARDIS. She's very good. She is a bit of a yeah. 
do you know what would have been horrible? Do you know if the Doctor managed they kill, to get If the they Tardis? killed Saran Jones for real. <laughs> no, if, if the Doctor managed to get the TARDIS to work, like, and talk, and then every episode had to be narrated by Saran Jones forever. Would that be horrible? That seems like constant work. I mean, she, yeah, she wouldn't be out of work. Yeah, but, like, it would be... I don't know, it wouldn't be as good, I feel. Maybe when, like, the desktop changes, so does the voice. Oh. So, like, when he goes into his uh, 7B one, it goes into a different voice, and Jodie Whittaker's one would have a different voice. I still just um, don't want the TARDIS to be talking, to be honest, apart from this episode. Oh, yeah, it's good in small bites, but... It's good in this episode, but if it continued forever, I'd be like, wow, oh, this... This really tainted the Doctor's wife, the best episode ever. Haha, <laughs> taint. Get it out of the way. 7.97 million views in the first week, because the views start to go into weeks for this era of Doctor Who, instead of overnight viewing figures, annoyingly. I player, yay. When Neil Gaiman wrote the script, he wrote it with David Tennant's 10th Doctor in mind, even though he, by that point he knew it would be a different Doctor. Interesting. To be fair, though, we hadn't seen the new Doctor, so we couldn't do that. No. Well, no, because even if you know it's going to be a different person, you'd think, all right, it's going to be someone different. I won't write it for David Tennant. I'll write it for just generic. I'll write it for Tom Baker. Well, if yeah. you write it, that's when it feels a bit better. So I'm, I'm glad they never. Um, there was originally going to be a new monster for the role of nephew, but budget cuts decided it would be an ood. It would be something that was already lying around in the props cupboard. Yes. A classic, classic Doctor Who. He said to Neil, what's your, Neil Gaiman, sorry. You're you're on first name basis with him, aren't you? Yeah. Said to Neil Gaiman, um, so take your pick of any, and he said, well, you've got to have an ood, haven't you? You've got to have an ood. Um, I watched the, uh, the sensor rights the other week. I'm so sorry. Oh, was it anyone? I enjoyed it. No, right. Oh! Uh, I've got to watch that. It's my next episode, I think. Costumes. I mean, it was the 60s. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be very back interesting back. design. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I'm not enjoying the one I'm currently on, which is... <laughs> oh. I'm not enjoying the one I'm currently on, which is um, the web planet, which is awful. <laughs> yeah. Romans is great, though. Um... Yeah, Paul mentioned this earlier, though, but uh, Neil Gaiman also wanted a classic TARDIS console room instead of David Tennant's, but, Mm -hmm. again, what they had access to because of the budget. Because at this point they had uh, the experience, so they could just nick across the road from this studio and film. Um, (laughs) Which did require the problems, because there's a lot of lying down on the floor in David Tennant's console room for him a bit. Because they get the oxygen sucked out and everything. Yeah. And it is, in Arthur Darvel's words, like a cheese grater, that floor. <laughs> and I think we discussed it a bit when we did um, Christmas Invasion. That floor is incredibly uncomfortable to lie down on for, for a long period of time. Hello. Because <laughs> it's just a metal mesh. Yeah. Um, and this is the only the second time in 
modern Doctor Who, that part of the TARDIS has been shown that isn't just the console room. Was the first time in the Christmas Invasion? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because we get the corridors and then we get two console rooms. And the corridors after this were placed into a standing set. So if you need a TARDIS corridor for your new story, there's one there. They didn't get completely taken down. They just got like flat packed and put down the side of the sofa. Or however they store their TARDIS. Oh, behind the sofa where everybody hid when they were children. Um, Never happened. I mean, I've got first-hand evidence of it. What? My parents would hide behind the sofa. Oh, oh, so you you believe them? Dan, how likely is it that every single person who ever watched Doctor Who hid behind the sofa? Like, why would it not be flat up against the wall like a normal house? Where's this come from? This has been building up for a while. He actually mentioned it in so many episodes we've done. Yeah, because it is bullshit. And Dan agrees with me. Yeah, like it—it's like an like to say that every single person that used to watch it also hid behind the sofa, like like a hive mind. I mean, I've been been in my nana's house. You can't hide behind that sofa. Yeah, but every sofa in the UK just went against the wall in every household. Also, there was someone who said that the theme tune scared them, so they hid behind the sofa. I'm like, what? Yeah, the Ninth Doctor's theme tune. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, but you'd cover your ears, not your eyes. Yeah, why would you hide behind like the everything sofa? behind the sofa, hands on your head like that? La 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 la. Just leave the room. Just, yeah, just close your eyes. Don't watch the show. Just stop in. Just stop absorbing media. It, it's weird to me. Where's this come from? If you're scared of anything? Stop absorbing. It's, media. it's weird to me that they all go. Well, I loved it so much. I'd get up off the couch and actively go behind the couch so as not to watch it. I, I wasn't expecting this to be the thing you got most angry about this week, Paul. But it, it, it's just implausible. Like, <laughs> statistically, it's just, it's everyone. Statistically, it's every have you measured, have you gone round and, like, taken averages? Did you watch Doctor Who in the classic era? Yes. Where's your sofa, you bastard? Exactly. Like, now, on this picture of your room, which I've found, don't ask, um, where was the sofa and how far away was it from the wall oh it was right up against the wall oh but what did you do when watching Doctor Who well I could behind the sofa oh did you know yeah did you how oh. would it become such a well like, it's everything just saying without it being rude. how would it become a ubiquitous saying how would everyone do it how would everyone's house have a sofa that's not up against the wall what I think Dan is people have just been saying it for so long people go yeah, I think I did do that, and they never. My like, parents told me they did it. Well, yeah, some people have to have had a tired mind. Someone would have had to have done it on a large scale for it to become the thing going, oh, yeah, I think I, I might have done that. Someone mm. in a marketing department didn't just go, you hid behind your sofa, and people go, yes, yes, we did. Someone will have had to have done it Someone on a large scale. No, I, I no, but to. a large scale of people will have. I refuse. Anyway, viewer thoughts. Uh, I've still got some. He's got trivia. Um, it was a deliberately added bit by Neil Gaiman about the Time Lords changing genders. So he had a that is his 
little bit he added into the lore. In the, word, in the words of Full Fat, um, this scene walked so Jodie Whittaker could run. <laughs> yeah. I'd argue she ran off a cliff, but she ran. Yeah. Well Doesn't matter where she ran. Take that, Jim. The main villain was originally... a boy and remember. What? The original villain was meant to be the Great Intelligence, but I think that would have been shit. Would you have yep. got so the Great Intelligence is shit? Can um, anyone here do an impression of Sir Ian McKellen as the Great Intelligence? I am the Great Intelligence and Gandalf the Great. Listen, lad, are they ever good? Do you expect them to be good? Colin Baker was alright, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Homeless Colin Baker, do you remember? <laughs> Change, my dear. This appears not a moment too soon. And oh, the classic days of the story. Like, this is one of the few stories in Doctor Who where every character introduced at the start of it, like, dies. every new character dies by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Doesn't happen often, but it's good when it does. It happens, happens when you've already got... No. It happens when you've only got four other characters introduced in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, there's been some ones where they've got large scales of characters who get killed off in it. Mm. Uh... Every character that gets introduced in Part of Voice gets killed off by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's not four people, that's an entire space station. Any more trivia? Uh, nah, just that. Okay, well, have we got any viewer thoughts? Yes, we, we do, have. because I brought a thing in the Facebook page, because Paul um, didn't remember to do his own oh, job. Go on, camera, no, <clears throat> Tell him Alfred... Alfred says... See how long we can do this for, Dan. Ed's thoughts, are you ready? <clears throat> Alfred says... It's fucking class, innit? And it is. So, yeah. Matthew... Oh, it's not see- class, it's an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, got him! Yes! But, um, Matthew... Stop recording, that's it. Cancel the podcast. Matthew says... And we say Moffat only has two jokes. Matthew's Matthew's not the the biggest fan of this episode, but he said, (laughs) given the TARDIS a vocal role in in a Doctor Who story, was something Neil Gaiman put put to work effectively. Despite some of the awkward scenes that came with it, the villain is especially threatening, and of course the performance of Eleven and his companions are on par with the rest of the series. But he didn't tell me whether he loves or hates her. He sucks. <laughs> but um, let's say he loves her. Because it's good. Ed <laughs> says... <clears throat> the type of Doctor Who story you can only do once. Because fans had been thinking about the TARDIS coming to life for years. The episode... The episode would have to be pretty special to live up to those expectations. Luckily it does. And it ends up being one of the show's best... One of the best in the show's history. Sir Anne Jones is incredible. And her and Matt Smith bounce off each other like they've known each other for years. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry, sorry Ed. Sorry, Ed. Um, and then he said, Not only is all the TARDIS stuff great, it also manages to do some interesting stuff with the companions as well. What a treat. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry, Ed. Are you, you're doing that on purpose? I cannot burp on purpose. But, um. Yeah, so that's the viewer thoughts. 
Unless there's more. Could we stop now? Could we stop? Well, uh, there's a new one. Are we still going? <clears throat> I've never forgotten the pet record as the smell of dust after rain, says Daniel. And he said, also old Rory scared me at age 11, and I, co- I completely agree. Uh, have we got any emails? I feel like I've just oh. done a workout. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, you're welcome. What's up, only, um, only Cameron and Paul get to see that. Can, can I just say? It sounds like we're doing something I... rude now. Thanks. Yeah, it sounds like he was wanking you off. No, we we weren't. We were doing like well, arm oh, exercises. We were yeah. just waving our arms around. It was like breaststroke at one point as well. Yeah, um, uh, we have. We've got uh, six emails actually. Yeah, we oh have God. all off Wix. All from Wix dot com. Oh yeah. Um, so I, um, thank you to which which Wix dot com for listening to the episode. What have they got to say? Uh, which, which create the website you want create the freedom to create <clears throat> anything is possible with the right I don't think this is a fan <laughs> speaking of um, wish.com be an advert she's no um, what are them things you put on your mouth to get oxygen in like when you're in an ambulance just a gas mask I think like a, an yeah. oxygen mask yeah well I got a wish advert the other day yeah and it was one of them but for your penis and on the on the picture of the wish advert there was a penis in it yeah, I was. Like, I, was so, I, I said Wix, not Wish. Yeah, but you missed said Wish at one point. How dare you? Um, <laughs> no, we've got no, no emails. If you do want to contact us, it is shubocast.gmail.com. Uh, you simply have to be on email these days. You simply must. You simply have to be. It's the future of technology. Um, I mean, twenty-four episodes later, <clears throat> this would be our recurring gag and everything. And who thought? Cameron, um, that that would be a recurring response to the gag. Who thought? I mean, I've not done it for about 14 episodes now, but <laughs> again, what, how did that become a recurring gag? Because I kept saying it, regardless <laughs> of anyone, regardless of whether anyone wanted me to. Um, what are we going to talk about next week? Uh, should I get the run <laughs> Probably. Well, that's a good idea. When are we doing our like three-hour-long epic of a podcast where we just talk about the action figures? When are we doing that? Next week? No. We can do the quiz. Uh, Oh, what's what is this? What is the show? It's just it's just it's just it's just it's just it's 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 just a mix of um. It's just a mix of quiz, quiz questions, pub quiz questions, to do with oh, our okay. podcast and Doctor Who as a whole. Um, How long do you think it would last? However long you want. Okay, I've just then. got a few episodes. A few episodes, 20, a few episode, episode 25 next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We could, yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do the Chabot quiz next week. Chabot quiz. That'll yeah. be fun. I'll, oh. write, I'll, write them, I'll write them down, and we'll, we'll do it like a... Hopefully I won't be as fucking tired. But I am working seven till threes next week, so it might be. Um, but we could, yeah. I'll, we'll. Um, I'm trying to think how it'd work. I guess I would well, just we'll read the, the question, then you guys write it down, and then we figure out. And then we'll just go through the answers together at the end. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do that. Um, if you're interested, though, the randomizer has given me "Let's Kill Hitler." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in many ways, I would say it's a metaphor for the Chubokas. Yeah. Uh, well, what? 
Tin for Doctor Who's 25th, they did Silver Nemesis. For our 25th, let's do a Shibo quiz. Let's do a quiz rather than... It can't be worse. The, the Silver Nemo quiz, we can hey, call it. Hey, do you know what? The Silver Nemo quiz, that's perfect. And I can Ooh. get um, I can get some free-to-use, like, uh, pub audio, <clears throat> like, background noise to put in, so it sounds like we're in a pub. <laughs> great. Yes. Oh, like them breaking a light down. Like the good old days. Lockdown's not happening anymore. Oh man! Get in touch, shibocast at gmail dot com at shibocast on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, go to shibocast dot com and uh, it'll redirect you to the YouTube channel. <laughs> um, we're working on that. What else? That's Does it, that... isn't it? Yeah, Thanks we, we discussed that a couple of weeks ago. Paul. Rate us five stars or whatever. Um, leave um, a kind uh, give us, send us some money in the mail. Yeah, you can join our uh, Patreon. We've not got a Patreon, but make one for us and send the money to us. Um. Start a pyramid scheme. Don't do that. Don't do that either. Uh, put us at the top of it. We don't. Um, we don't deserve your money. Uh, we do. If you're listening to this, all bit. this free content, we we deserve. I think this is worth a hundred pounds an episode, frankly. Well, you can pay yeah. us. Then. Do you know what we should do? <clears throat> we should um, get a Patreon page, even though we have no subscribers. No, well, go if, if very well, if all four of us put money into the Patreon. Let me get that money back. Oh, we should do that. That's Why a don't simple I just life keep hack. the money we all then, put 10 quid well, I'll, I'll have to take a fee off, um, you know, for the effort of, like, running Yeah, of course, and we, we'd like, all have to take a small fee for the effort of putting money in. Well, yeah. no, 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 I'll, I'll, hang on, I'll, rest, I'll, like, distribute the money back to everyone. <laughs> so, so I'll take a, I'll take a fee for that. Um, no, so let's look at it this way. If we all put £10 in a month to a Patreon for the Shabocast, we'd then have... It's not a Patreon, about... though, is it? We just have, like, a little pot, like a little fund. <laughs> yeah. No, but we've put... We've, we, we've written Patreon on the side of it. No, let's say we're actually <laughs> using Patreon. Okay. They then take their fee. Yeah. Dan is now taking his fee for distributing it evenly. Yeah, it'd be 50%. It's just a small We have to pay the listeners back a little bit. I've put £10 in. I'm getting about £2.50 back now. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a solid investment. Why don't I just keep my £10.50? No, because you've made £2.50 profit. Exactly. I've not made profit. No, you just don't get it. I have made profit. You just don't get it. Well, I won't call it profit. I'll see you next week, everyone. Wages. Take care. Be safe. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.